we're customer focused, but not in just that we have great customer service. We're customer focused in that our customers come to us and they say, hey, I'm having this problem. Help me. Thanks for joining us. We're happy to kick things off today talking about pouches, one of PAC's newer product categories. And today we'll have Sierra Liggett and she'll share some information on uh, our domestic manufacturing and our overseas manufacturing of pouches and how we can best help our distributors win business in the pouch market here domestically. Love for you to join us. I'm going to jump right in with Sierra Liggett. Well, Sierra, thanks for coming on with us. Really excited to have you on. Uh, Do you mind telling us a little bit about yourself, let us get to know you a little bit, and we'll we'll kind of go from there. I'm sure we'll dive into lots of topics, but it'd be great for our listeners to be able to know a little bit about you before we get into all we want to share with them. Yeah, well, thank you, Donald. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. A little bit about myself. I started in packaging uh, in pouches in 2009. At the time, I was selling radio advertising, and one of my clients said, hey, I'm going to start a packaging company. Uh, We're going to be making these cool bags, and uh, I'd like to hear what you think about it. And um, at first, I thought it was kind of lame. I was like, what? I'm not interested in this. (laughs) And then then he kind of showed me like, hey, look at this package. Look at what's different. And explained to me a little bit more about what the brand owners were looking for in the package. And I thought, oh, he does have something here. So long story short, I went and worked for the company as a key account manager and was exposed to large accounts with uh, packaging uh, pouches. Uh, Long story short, I worked for the company as key account manager where I was able to work with large companies and small companies, Uh, but it was a innovative pouch solution for pet food companies. So I was working with large uh, CPGs for uh, these pouches and we were producing them in uh, the US. So it was my first exposure to manufacturing the product. And as key account manager for this small startup company, I was doing sales, marketing, and a lot of different roles, but (laughs) ended up going out and having more involvement on the floor with uh, the engineers and the machines because when there was a problem, I wanted to find a solution. So I would go out and start sourcing machine parts and meeting with the metal fabricators and uh, started working with a bunch of different film companies and printing companies. So I started to get a lot deeper into the manufacturing processes and learning about different structures and why they work for different applications and different types of pouches. It's the life of us working in a small business, right? You, you just, you have to evolve into whatever success demands. Yeah. I mean, I was a total entrepreneur yeah, <laughs> going yeah. into it. So it was a, <laughs> it was hard. It was really, really hard, but I had the energy to do it. And mm-hmm. it was the best learning experience for training at least. And yeah. it's been valuable yeah, to that's... help me become a pouch expert. Yeah, no kidding. I, I mean, there's nothing like, spending i think when i think of my start in packaging there's nothing like talking to people who actually 
produce and operate the machines and work with die lines, that nitty gritty, it gives you exposure to get you into the granular part of packaging and what makes successful mm-hmm. packaging faster than anything else. No, I'm sure I was getting on the engineer's nerves a few times when <laughs> I go running out there with my questions and papers and, uh, you know, I'm just this 20 something and saying, yeah. Hey, why is this going this way on the die line? It should be yeah. this. And, you know, there were a number of times that, you know, I was right. There was a good question to ask because we needed to adjust the artwork. Mm-hmm. Um, but nobody had really trained me on it because we're a startup company. I just had to look at the machine and die lines and literally put two and two together. So it was, it was a good experience. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. I, uh, a lot of that resonates with me. I had a really patient boss. My first boss was really in packaging was really patient. Uh, and I asked a lot of questions and there were times where I definitely thought, I'm sure that she can't stand me (laughs) because I just, you know, the incessant questions, but that, you know, I think with packaging, you know, unless there's some company out there with robust training program for people in the new packaging, I know some of our distributors have those type of programs for sales specifically. That's why you have to get into it. Nothing like being thrown into the manufacturing to learn. Yeah, the the fires of manufacturing, you know, just here, go for it. So now you are um, local to Indiana, and uh, well, you may have always been local to Indiana. Um, I, I don't mean to make it sound like you just recently uh, lo- located to Indiana. Uh, been here my whole life. Your whole life. And what uh, what does your job look like now? Like, give us a flavor for you know, that's where you started. And what now do you work on? Do you um, cover for Pack Worldwide? I've been with Pack Worldwide since 2015, and it's still been a lot of pouch focus. Uh, it's not always pouches for a uh, consumer packaged good company like pet food or snacks or other foods. Uh, there's a lot of different applications for pouches, but I have been uh, in this role. Uh, We called it specialty products division. So I've been managing this division since 2015 when I started with PAC. And it's been a lot of different new packaging, product development, and uh, keeping up with changes in the flexible packaging industry in general has been a challenge. Mm -hmm. Uh, And where the supply chains have been and what's worked and what's not worked, it's been a good experience. Yeah. Things changing. I know, Sierra, you have done a lot of work with vendors overseas uh, in your time with PAC. What has Mm -hmm. that looked like over the last year? I mean, I I think a lot of us have felt impacts of what how conversations have changed and how some of the realities of COVID-19 have changed different products coming from overseas, whether they be um, just part of a larger piece that is assembled here domestically or the whole product itself. can you give us a peek into what your life has looked like or the last year in, in that regard specifically? Yeah, no, I mean, there's definitely been a lot of distractions, I would mm-hmm. say, happening. Uh, thankfully, I, it's not my first rodeo working with overseas, so I'm familiar with air freight and some of those challenges to be able to get things from China quickly. Definitely utilized air shipping to be able to bridge some of those problems. But uh, thankfully the timing worked out for us where we weren't um, very reliant on China as much as we may have been in previous years. So 
it didn't impact us or our business probably the way that it may have other companies who are more dependent on product coming from China. I mean, we definitely still have a, a good manufacturing footprint there. Sure. But uh, most of our pouches, we've really tried to bring in-house in North America. Well, I wanted to ask about that. We have gone from um, less from being more of a vendor to less and less of a vendor and more of a manufacturer of pouches over the last six years. Um, what did that process look like, going to be, become more of a manufacturer of pouches and becoming known for that as opposed to our past of really just working with our distributors as a vendor for the pouches, um, whether mm-hmm. they be coming domestic or overseas or whatnot. Um, what, what did that process look like? Yeah. So when I first started with PEC, the pouches program was completely reliant on uh, overseas suppliers. We had a, we had a few um, relationships that were new, um, I guess, with U.S. companies, but didn't really have any business with them. So in some regard, I kind of started from scratch. Uh, we did have a supplier in China that was uh, doing most of our business, and um, we uh, expanded that and made some improvements, added a quality check program and uh, quality assurance, checking all of the third-party certificates. And we started to write up our own audit system Mm. for our suppliers. And so we have our employee there who does all of that. She does the press checks. She does the factory visit reports and will also then help us with uh, doing all of those audits of our suppliers. How valuable has that been to have a person on the ground across the water for us. Oh, it's been great. I mean, not only just peace of mind or peace of mind for our clients, but it's also been very valuable for us to have a better understanding of the manufacturers that we are working with because it's one thing to do a visit to qualify and understand their capabilities. It's another thing to go through the motions with them and be there in person to see how your orders are progressing and be able to work through any challenges as there may be yeah. live with them. It, and it helped build our relationships, deepen those relationships uh, with those suppliers. Yeah, oh, that's fantastic. You know, some of our listeners may not be super familiar with PAX offerings for pouches, what we have, what we can do, that sort of thing. And while I really don't want to give a 30-minute sales pitch here on the podcast, can you take, I don't know, 30 seconds, 45 seconds, and kind of give the elevator pitch on what makes pouches unique at PAC and uh, what do we offer to our customers? Well, the interesting thing is we uh, are not just brokers anymore. We are now manufacturing pouches. There's really kind of two ways to look at it. Uh, One, if you're looking for a pouch manufacturer in North America for specific capabilities and partnership with somebody reliable that you trust. We have pouch capabilities that we've acquired now in Mexico. So we're producing pouches in North America. We've still maintained a strong position with manufacturing in China, but it's been a lot of more specialty items. Uh, that we are having our partners uh, continue to supply us with. And we have supply agreements in place with them to make sure we're being cost effective and 
a good partner, but we do have our pouch capabilities in Mexico now doing the child resistant packaging. So it's been a process to start making child resistant pouches, but that's been a lot of our focus for Mexico and a lot of our success. That Mexico facility has been one of the most recent developments I know over the last two and a half years or so. Mm-hmm. For those that don't know, we make our paperboard mailers and some of our poly mailers down in a plant in uh, Mexico and uh, have done so for over 20 years, maybe almost 25 years at this point. Uh, but just a couple years ago, we acquired a new site. Do you want to talk a little bit about that and uh, what makes that unique, what our journey was to procure that? A few years ago, PAC started looking for print capabilities. So we were shopping for print equipment and there happened to be a new uh, facility in Mexico uh, right probably 20 minutes from where we're producing our paperboard mailers. Uh, There was a factory that had been built brand new with printing, laminating, and pouch machines. So uh, the price was right and we bought it. So the timing was really perfect for us to have pouch converting capabilities, especially in North America, because we started to Uh, get into more opportunities that needed child-resistant packaging. And so we partnered with a reliable zipper provider and started producing these pouches in Mexico probably about a year and a half ago now. And uh, we've had some really nice turnaround uh, and and some good opportunities uh, come our way, and we're continuing to grow that business. So the timing's really worked out great. Yeah. Can you talk about maybe a big win that we've had in um, in the pouch business over the last few years? Um, I know there's been you know a lot of product development that you've been working on with different companies and uh, would love to hear some uh, applications of that that you've seen happen. Yeah. Well, actually, one of our biggest wins was an award-winning package, but it wasn't actually produced in Mexico. Uh, We had it produced in China, but uh, it is a scent lock mailer, and it actually is produced on pouch converting equipment. It is a mailer uh, used in Canada. Uh, Our client, Crown Hill Packaging, their very good client of PAX, came to us and said, hey, the Canada Post wants this uh, scent lock mailer to be able to offer in their retail stores. And they gave us a whole list of requirements that was needed. It needed to have bubble. It needed to have a zipper. If it were a child-resistant zipper, even better. Uh, It needed to have a temporavident closure. And, oh, by the way, we want it to blend in and look like all of the other Canada Post mailers. No small small list. Just just, just a few things, you know, how about it? Right. So uh, we took a little bit of our uh, pouch lamination and a little bit of our bubble lamination abilities and put those into a pouch machine with a flap (laughs) that uh, allowed us to do the tamper-evident tape. And now those are available in Canada Post retail stores in Canada. Yeah, fantastic. What did that um, the timeline look like for that development? Was that a process that came together pretty quick, or was there quite a few revisions on that sort of thing? Well, there actually were um, a couple of revisions. The first version, it took us probably six months to get it qualified. Uh, we did some hand samples just to make sure we were getting concept down and went through quite a few versions of that, probably four or five 
And then we went to market uh, with custom printed and had to airship to get through some of that uh, uh, time gap uh, or to bridge some of that time gap. But we uh, started with a, a child resistant zipper that had a tab pull system and it was a little bit clunky. It didn't function quite that well, nor did it really look as nice uh, hanging on the, sh the, the shelves in, in retail stores. So um, the Canada Post mailer ended up going to a different style of a child deterrent zipper that is much more attractive, much more discreet. Yeah, that's awesome. What, you know, I know a lot of our audience is um, from our distributor base across the world. And you mentioned Crown Hill, uh, partnering on this project. What did it look like for their involvement? Um, and, and then in a bigger picture on these types of projects where they're looking for, maybe it's just a basic pouch, maybe it is an entirely new product that we want to create it partnering with our distributor. Um, when in that process should they bring the concept to you, the questions to you, um, you know, what information do they need to know and, and so on and so forth. I mean, can you talk a little bit about what that looks like to go through that process? Yeah, we've actually had quite a few successes where we're using pouch structures essentially and pouch converting equipment to produce a mailer. Uh, and I know a lot of our distributors are working in this mailer world where sometimes they get unique challenges. You know, there's uh, companies that want to make sure they have the uh, uh, reveal experience, we'll mm. call it. Uh, when they receive the package, they want to have that good feel experience. And uh, while you can get that with a bubble mailer, a poly mailer, sometimes you could take it to that next level and get uh, maybe a little bit different film structure to get a different feel, uh, to get something that um, has a different print if you want something that has a high resolution print and has metallic effects and windows, who knows? I mean, really the sky sure. is the limit in some regards because we have um, these other capabilities to be able to apply to what we know about mailers that works and putting the two together creates a beautiful thing sometimes. And, um, you know, the Canada Post is a good example because we got a Dow Packaging Award for that, which we're very proud. And uh, it's, it, I think in some ways, it's a little bit ahead of its time in the market because there's a lot happening uh, in the nation for, uh, for... For what we can and can't ship through the mail. You know, the yes. regulations are changing. And, uh, you know, there, there's um, going to be situations where a scent lock mailer will be imperative to ship things through the mail. Down the line. We're not there yet. So when it comes to that process, I um, the, the one part that I did want to revisit that question was what went well in that conversation with the distributor in that example that um, you look back and go, man, it was great that they did this, that as part of this process that we went through to develop this new mailer, it was great that they did this a certain way that really helped us achieve our goal. Good question. 
Crown Hill Packaging has been a good partner of PAX for a number of years, and they also have a really great relationship with the Canada Post. And what was really great was uh, some of the open-minded approaches to just kind of say, hey, here's a few things that we want to achieve, but here's the priorities. And it was really great to have that continuous dialogue about where the priorities are and just uh, making sure that we're staying on track with what they needed because, you know, it's <laughs> we could have been in a situation where we're just coming up with ideas and hoping that they stick. But uh, Crown Hill is really great at making sure we were staying on track to deliver what was important for their client and what was going to uh, be a good solution long term. Yeah, that's awesome. Last question uh, that I wanted to ask is what what makes us stand out as a pouch manufacturer? We really stand out because we're we're nimble which is probably unique for a company that's growing to the size that we're growing to, mm. that we're still able to be nimble and uh, offer something to our clients that may be new. We could still do a new package development process with our clients and provide that additional value that you may have to go to uh, or think that you have to go to a um, another company that does prototyping and uh, other expensive product development. So that's, that's the thing that I would say is, uh, if you know that it needs to be a flexible package, then we have all of the capabilities to be able to put the pieces together to be able to, um, provide a new solution. I mean, we're we're customer focused, but not in just that we have great customer service. We're customer focused in that our customers come to us and they say, hey, I'm having this problem. Help me. Mm -hmm. And we respond, not just with, well, these are the these 87 machines, things. I can, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's my catalog. I mean, we, we really come back with saying, okay, tell me more about these problems and uh, let's go back and see if we have some ways that we could solve that. You know, not even thinking about specific capabilities, but just ideas of how can we solve this problem. And then, you know, we go back to the equipment side and the manufacturing side and say, okay, how can we make some adjustments? You know, if the value is there for this, how can we make some adjustments to make this work for our clients? Yeah. Um, or we find a cost-effective way to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Sierra, thank you for joining us. Um, this has been great. I learn something every time I have these conversations, even though, you know, I do my best to prepare for these conversations. Uh, and so thank you for sharing. Um, any last words you want to leave us with before we move on? That would be my sales pitch because everybody in PAC does, does want to make sure that uh, we're getting our clients what they want or what they need. So yeah. there's my sales pitch. Everybody at PAC, no matter what position you actually hold, is in sales. That'll be it for us on episode four of Let's Talk Packaging. Thanks again to Sierra Leggett for filling us in on some of the keys of pouches and how our customers can utilize us as their pouch supplier. You can find us for questions and comments at pacpack.com 
or searching for us on social media platforms. Pack Worldwide is the premium manufacturer of protective mailers and specialty packaging solutions for the courier, e-commerce, fulfillment, and distribution markets. Thanks for listening with us, and we'll be back soon.